Hello and welcome back to another episode of Going Through the Motions with me, Callum. And me, Alex. How's it going, guys? The podcasting equivalent of a one-wheeled bicycle. Fantastic. You mean uh, a unicycle? No, a one-wheeled bicycle. Explain. A bike with one wheel. It's got lost. You, How does it work? The wheel. Do you, as, well, it doesn't really. I mean, it doesn't really. Are, are you supposed to be doesn't able really. to do a wheelie? Yeah. Is that the thing? Yeah. But... Hang on, though. Have you seen that? No, 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 wait. Hang on, hang on, hang on, though. Yeah. Is is the one wheel... I should have said a two-wheeled unicycle. No, hang on, hang on, hang on. Is the one wheel the one that's not connected to any sort of gear mechanism? So just the one at the front. But you've still got the gears that you're pedaling. You're doing an endo. You know what an endo is, Alex? I do. I played Tony Hawk. Yeah. I'm going to Google. Is an endo a thing? Endo's definitely a thing. It feels like a weird thing that just gets said at the school... And nobody actually, you know, it's like the word is not has slang. not left my lips. Yeah, since school, it's actually between, between school and now. Well, it's actually a Japanese restaurant in London, an oh, endo, an endo. <laughs> so there's a group of kids on a bike doing some Japanese restaurants in London. Yeah, isn't it funny how you know, like we Neds and we Bams and that and Chavs are just when as soon as they're born, they are like bred to be able to do immense wheelies on bikes down streets that you know is what I mean? quite a statement but isn't that true though i That's don't know true. if that is i don't know if i agree Have with you, that you, no because you've never i've never seen a chav who can't do a wheelie on a bike like an epic wheelie you know where they get their front wheel right up in the air and they're like low riding down a street right you know what i'm talking about i do yeah it's always wee bams, though, isn't it? Wee bams, wee bams. It bam is. Bops. A wee bam can do that so effectively. <laughs> Sorry for all the American listeners who have no idea what a wee bam is. Do you want to explain? Yeah, don't. What? Don't. Do you want nah, ex- don't. Urban Dictionary is fine. Do you, want, you don't do you want need to explain, to... Alex, what a wee bam is to people who don't. I, understand. I don't. I don't think I could. A wee lad. A wee, he's just a sort of a wee ch- a wee chav. A wee, a wee lad who just hang, hangs. You can't just in the keep street. saying the words and hope that people get what you mean. A wee chavs. A wee bam. Alex. That's it. Just. Uh, no, but are like, bams are bams also neds? Are all bams neds and all neds chavs? And I, are neds chavs and chavs neds? Do you know they were talking about this on the Andrew Marsh show the other day? It was a really interesting. Really? Point. Yeah, they were. They were. Yeah. Bloody they were t- hell. They were. T- this was one of the questions put to the PM at question time. Uh, Prime Minister, just once more, uh, one more. It, are we Neds, Bams, Bams, uh, Chavs, and Chavs uh, Neds? And he was. Was this, this, was, was this the same debate where somebody was watching porn on the back bench? No, but I've, what is this? That that this that was a, the thing. That was this thing, is a genuine it? piece of news. That a Tory thing, a Tory backbencher was watching porn on the back bench in the house in Good the House of Lord. Commons next to a female member of Parliament. Just sort of like just. I mean, what they weren't watching it together, though, were no, they? No, 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 no. He was watching it on his phone. Right. Okay. In the, in the House of Commons. My God. I mean, that is mad, isn't it? But some of the debates that get Fucking brought... I mean, atrocious. Fair, fair play to him, right? Some of the what? debates... Fair play to some of the boring debates that go on. You want a bit of action as you're watching. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, we should... What about the? What about public transport rates rising over the next four years by 10 peak? Get it? And get he's like... It? And Get he's like, no, no I'd, no, I'd much <laughs> rather see this railing. Uh, <laughs> I wonder who was getting the biggest fucking in that room, Alex. Was it, <laughs> was it Sir Keir Starmer or was it <laughs> Jade Destiny? 
<laughs> Fucking hell. Is Jade Destiny a, is Jade Destiny an adult um an adult film star, Alex? Is that uh, what well, you call I would I wouldn't know. I'm not well, the one I, to well, ask. Well I feel like you <laughs> I'm not might the one know, to ask. But I feel like I could, I'm gonna, one of these days I'll catch you off guard. Right, one okay. Well it's not gonna be today. It's what not gonna about... be today. I... <laughs> that would be what about... Go well, on, show yourself thinking... up. Re- well, no, name a real gonna... one. Go no, on. No, no. Well, I was going to say, like, if there was a Scottish porn star, what would their name be? What would be a classy but very Scottish porn star name? <laughs> I'm thinking McSweeney as a surname. <laughs> There's something a bit filthy about the surname McSweeney, but it's got that Mick in it too. Yeah. And well, and no, no, it's got to be, it's got to be, it's got to be the standard <laughs> phone one, which is Phil McCracken. Oh, Phil McCracken. But Phil McCracken's a comedy name. Phil McCracken's one that, 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 that your dad says to you when you're <laughs> McCrack. None of this, none of this, um, none of this nonsense. I think, oh, that would be it. I mean, that, oh, I was, I was going to ask a really rough some, question, but some, I'm not going to do it. Is that something Macduff, maybe? Oh, I love what you're thinking. Macduff, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not smart enough to think of a, a complete name. Macduff. It's got to be like Phil McDuff. Phil McDuff. No, because we've just done Phil McCracken. So. <laughs> okay, okay, sh- okay. Cra- Cramen, Cramen Island, Cramen McDuff. That's that is a t- that's Alex. That's not a real name. That that is Cramen, like Cramen Island. That's where they've originated from. There it is. That's our Scottish porn star okay, alias name. Cramen and we McDuff. can officially <laughs> move on. McDuff. And we I can officially that. move on. That's really funny though. That's brilliant. That's come on! It's been a long week. It's very late on a night. It, it's a hilarious, night. Callum. You're you're Friday really night. funny. Callum you're really off. funny. Oh, that's it. That's it. That's your name. Well, of course, we are not a Cram and McDuff podcast. We are, no, of course, not. a music and a movies podcast. And each week, we will bring to you some riveting conversations concerning music and a movies. Oh yes. And this week, Alex. We are responding to yet another email, which was we are. asking us about our, well, our, 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 our suggestions, our ideas. And the topic this week, Alex, that was posed to us is what are some of the most commonly used songs in films? Now, some, I, some would I, say I overused. Overused. Overused is definitely the word I want to use. But I was kind of stumbling through this because there's not that many scored pieces of music that's overused. There's a couple. Yeah, I wouldn't say so. I'd say, I mean, I mean we could World talk Cup, about them. The Quidditch World Cup theme is the one that comes. <laughs> the up. Quidditch World, Cup, World that. Cup. That's theme. what it's called, though. That's what famous. Diazire from Verdi's Requiem. I I prefer calling it Quidditch World Cup theme. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, that was the the Diazire. The, the was the, the was the obvious one that I was going. Well, to yeah, we could rattle through so them much. as well because I think another another prime offender in that same category is the theme tune to the apprentice otherwise <laughs> otherwise known as montagues and capulets from Mont- prokofiev's romeo and juliet very 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 good i mean there is some of those very very famous sort of um you know i i think the other one is in the how was it in the in the kingdom of the lion what's the one the, the alton towers theme in the something the mountain king the hall of the oh, mountain the king. hall of the mountain king hall the, I, in the, the the indiana jones and the kingdom of the crystal skull is what i meant to say right <laughs> 
the Alton Towers theme. But um, but yeah, I mean, I think I... Also Sprach Zarathustra. Also Sprach Zarathustra. That's a very good one. 2001 yeah. Space Odyssey. That's a really interesting one. But I, I um, you know, I, I guess I said we, I wasn't going to go to scored music and movies, but... Yeah, we I just was, rattled off five. We just though. rattled off five, exactly. <laughs> I... I I went to mo- to songs. Did you go to songs as well when you were given this I d- task? I did. I did go. To, I did go to songs. Um, so because yeah, I, I, I think I think they're more famous. They are more famous. <laughs> so so I've got a list here, um, and I want to talk through some of them. I'm sure we will we'll, we'll linger on some more than others. Brilliant. But if you um, if you don't hear the one that we've got on our list, um, tough shit. I think is what I've got. Yeah. Joking, but but um, keep no, it to I, yourself. We don't want to your, hear from keep you. Keep it to yourself. And I but we, there might be because. The word, I mean, overused songs, it, it's funny, right? Because, like, they're only over... How many times does a song con- need to be played throughout a plethora of moves for it to be considered overused? Because I would the- say, I would say, I don't actually think that the number of times it's used actually makes a difference at all. I actually think something is overused when it's so iconic to, like, one thing it might not have been the first thing it was in but it's so iconic to like one specific thing yeah and yeah. so when you hear it in something else you get immediately taken out of whatever it is yeah. you're watching and you think of the other thing totally and, I, totally. and then I, and then i think you resent the fact that you've just been taken there yeah totally and totally I, that that was that's kind of like my kind of my bar Mm-hmm. okay well, I'm that's kinda, fair enough. i'm kind of measuring it so i've tried to i've tried to decide of songs and i've got it's like got a list but songs that just throughout the full library of films that i've watched from from when i was a, a whipper to i was a full-grown boy oh yeah we um we, still, uh, so still waiting on that um <laughs> of of songs that have just you know when i when i really think long and hard about it they are just in uh, a plethora of different movies. And I've tried to find some of the movies that the songs are in as well so that we can kind of talk oh, around great. them. Um, do, you, do we just go you and me, you and me? Because I, I guess it's like, I'm sure there is a data-driven approach to kind of having the the actual most used song in the film. And rather than trying to go that way, I think we just list some of the ones off. And, well, there are, because I did I did kind of look this. I, I tried thinking of ones just by myself. Mm. You know, doing your own research and all yeah, that. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. And then I did the old Google, what, what, are the, Google what, yeah. what, what, what are the most ones? And then half of the half of the ones on this list I'd never even fucking heard of anyway. Okay. Um, or, you know, I, I went onto YouTube and I listened to some of them and I was like, oh, yeah, that's that one. Or, oh, yeah, 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 that's yeah, that one. yeah. But yeah. then I didn't actually care too much about them. So I don't know. Do you want to go first? Um, go for it. I mean, the, the, one, the one that sort of always spring to mind for me... Um, when I was thinking, and and the biggest area, the biggest genre is is what I call swamp rock. You know, and if Ooh. I said to you swamp rock, oh, Alex, I wonder if I can guess this. Well, there's one band that's very famous as the the famous swamp rock band. Swamp rock band, Leonard Skinner. No, but you're not far away. You're not oh, far right, away from okay, Leonard Skinner. Okay. No, but Leonard Skinner like falls there, I feel like there's, I feel like there's a couple of Leonard Skinner songs that could very easily be put on this list. Yeah, yeah, or definitely. Pr- and yeah. probably will be put on this yeah, list. Yeah, but go yeah. on, go on. I mean, the, the, the one is I always have is Credence Clearwater Revival. I, I, oh, there I, we would, go. I would go as far as to say that Credence Clearwater Revival, as a band, have a their, their discology has probably appeared in the they're the band that's have had the most amount of songs in movies 
Right. I, I, you've, that, that's got to be the way, right? Because if you think about all of the, the amazing songs that, you know, that they have, you know, um, Fortunate Son that they've done, they've done all, they, I think they did a cover of All on the Watchtower. Yeah. Um, you know, they, they, they've, they've done things, um, you know, I, I want to know, have you ever f- seen The Rain or is it... Um, is it seen the rain? I think the original thing. Wait, do you ever get that when a song oh, has got one. a weird name? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, And obviously, bad, bad moon rising, which we've had in everything from American Werewolf in London all the way through to Kong, uh, Skull Island. Yeah, but 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 specific- was that into Five Bloods? No, well, the one in but, but but this is it. I think you've hit the nail on the head there because yeah. what isn't what is the context of the Five Bloods? It's Vietnam. Yeah, Credence yeah. Clearwater Revival. If you if you are having a the sound a, of Nam, it is the sound of Vietnam, isn't it? You know, yeah. and, you know. But even take into account things like The Watchmen. You know, we've we've got Credence Clearwater Revival yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, Think yeah. about Forrest Gump. You know, it's in there. And and I just you know if you, you've you've got the you know the the example, um, uh, you know you know uh, fortunate. Uh, fortunate son is just one that you know you can see those helicopters those boeing helicopters flying over the the swamps of vietnam yeah, and you yeah, just yeah. hear that do 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 you know you know it's, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah, there yeah. And, and i think just the raspy singing voice i i think that it is just a fantastic sound that captures uh, an era of history, you know that's that sort of real '60s okay. flower power sort okay. of sound, and but I love it. Since we're talking about it, though, yeah, go have for you it. have you ever had an example of them in one of those movies, and you thought that's a bit cliche? Oh yeah, I mean, I I said it before, but I do think Forrest Gump. I mean, Forrest Gump just, you know, Forrest Gump is a movie that isn't a Vietnam War movie, but yeah. there is a, a section of that movie that does heavily represent Vietnam. And yeah. so, what you're in a situation there is you're you're trying to really go swing the pendulum all the way from what was a drama movie or or you know a, a kind of yeah a, a sort of a romance drama movie all the way over to very briefly a war movie how do you yeah. really overindulge in that you stick on something that the audience is instantly going to recognize as oh no, no yeah. of course yeah this is vietnam this is war so yeah. i think that's probably an example of where it was used incredibly effectively yeah. to try and really portray that kind of sound and era even though it wasn't necessarily a war movie and hadn't have to do all the back work and the legwork. work yeah. but i don't know i mean it's probably it's probably so iconically linked to that era and genre that you'd almost feel like it was wrong for it not to be there yeah if they were to make something if they were to yeah. make something new and they didn't have any yeah yes uh, yeah yeah exactly and they didn't have any of that yeah. you'd almost feel like they've they'd done it wrong <laughs> do you know what i mean i know exactly what you mean and, and i and so and so and so i raised the question does that mean it's categorized as overused well, I, I think... I mean, yes, but I'm playing devil's advocate here. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're just playing devil's advocate. <laughs> no, yeah, I, and no, I think I know, you should I know, stop. I know, I, know, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. Um, well, uh, yes, I think so. I mean, again, I, 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 I would go as far as to say... Okay, well, well, posing a question back to your question. Oh, love that. Okay. So movies like I use Kong Skull Island, right? Now yeah. Kong Skull Island is not necessarily a war movie, no. but it's set in that wartime backdrop. It's a monkey movie. It's in the backdrop of a war movie, right? And they want to reinforce you of that. 
So they'll throw it in there. Okay, yeah. they'll throw it in there. So I would say, you know, to to your to your question before of is it actually being overused? Yeah. I think it is overused. And the reason why I think it's overused is because I think it's used as a device to cover up poor storytelling at times. Yes. So style over substance. Yes. So yeah. you're like so you're like, okay, here's here's an easy thing that we can just drape over the over yeah. the top of this yes. kind of half our story, which is the setting. Yeah. And since we're doing the setting, we're gonna put that music in it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's hundred percent it. And I think Kong Skull Island is the perfect example of that, even though I do actually like that movie. Oh man, I love it too. <laughs> I think it's a really good movie. But you know, I, I think that I think that's a is a really good example of where, where that happens. But but you know, yeah. so for me it was this and you know obviously you know we'll, we'll get to it there's lo- there's loads of others you said leonard skinner as well i think yeah. sweet, Ho- sweet home alabama you know is, is a very Freebird. famous intro Freebird, you know Freebird, you know some of the most amazing examples where Freebird's being used i mean that 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 guitar solo at the end of Freebird again we we get it in 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 forrest gump when jenny's you know clearly about to you know make a bit of a bit of a mistake a bit of a yeah, just she's a overdosed there i mean my favorite example where Freebird is used and leonard skinner's using the movies probably is the film the devil's rejects so oh, okay. the, the devil's rejects being you know a, a pretty grim sort of rob zombie style um, in fact, I think it was Rob Zombie, sort of sort of horror movie um, about a sort of a well, clearly a, a team a team in in the south of our family in the south. I think it's a I think it's a it's a sort of an anthology movie um, about you know like this 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 really like fucked up family um, who sort of go around killing people and stuff. Um, and and, it, and it basically Sid Haig, who plays the the character Captain Spaulding, he's in a number of different movies. Um, I think it's like a, a House of a Thousand Corpses, just like typical B horror movie Rob Zombie. But Devil's Rejects was actually put into cinemas, and I loved it. But what was really interesting about it was um, the the soundtrack and the score again used a lot of like Leonard Skinner style Creed's right. Clearwater music even though it was this absolutely horrendous movie horror movie yeah, yeah and yeah. the end of the movie is perfect because it it, it plays Leonard Skinner's Freebird as the the family the devil's rejects the killers who have been running evading the police for the whole movie right. eventually get caught and they kind of go out body and Clyde style you know they run oh. a convertible car right at the police and it's just you know I've not seen t- that movie it's a brilliant movie brilliant movie it's, it, it's full tilt playing Leonard Skinner's Freebird can and I tell it, you, can I tell you what my favorite Freebird scene is go for it it's uh it's Colin Firth killing a, a church full of Southern racists. In, K- in Kingsman. Oh, that's a brilliant use of that. Yes, but there is something about it that just kind of it's it's chaotic, isn't it? That's the thing yeah, that you. Yeah, but well choreographed chaos. Oh goodness! I mean, and, I mean, and killing racists. But so. Matthew, but Matthew Vaughn really created something new with that camera style, didn't he? And how do you pioneer with it? You put you put in this amazing guitar solo. Oh yeah, it was it was Matthew Vaughn, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought yeah. So. So, so that's that. I mean, that's a that's a great start, eh? Like that swamp rock, that Leonard Skinner. It gets overused, though, doesn't it? It does. It really, it does. Really does. It does get overused. Yeah. Um, I've got well, a good one. Go for it, mate. I've got a good one. Hoppy Pola. <gasps> that's Sigur a great Ross. one. That is a really great one. And I, I, this is one of the first w- tracks that came into my head when this question was posed to us. Mm. And then I looked it up, and then I was like, actually, do you know what? It's not been in as many things as you think about it. And I and I think 
that this is a British experience thing. Because in around 2006-ish time, Mm. this song was the trailer music for the original Planet Earth. Ah, that's what it is. And I think think you can be... it was everywhere. It was absolutely everywhere. To the extent that I think this is the poster child for my argument at the beginning uh, of of, uh, this episode, where I said Mm. that there's a song that's so intrinsically linked iconically with a specific thing that Mm. if you hear it in anything else, you're like, oh, that's the thing. Mm. So whenever I hear Hoppy Pola... Mm. I think planet Earth. I'm seeing these. I'm seeing these amazing, these amazing landscapes and you know slow, high definition slow mo of hummingbirds and shit like that. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. But it was and and it doesn't matter. And it doesn't matter what movie or TV show. And it is in plenty. It's in. It's in. uh, Most recently, it's in Eurovision. Like my favorite. My favorite movie ever. And but it's but it's in loads of adverts as well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Which I and again, I think because of the, um, what's the name of the thing? The the what do you mean? The planet the, Earth. The, the planet Earth. Yeah, 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 yeah. Planet Earth. I said it, uh, and it's because of Planet Earth because that is a huge, huge show, mm. and the the trailers for that. Well, I mean brilliant 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 trailers because the whole thing is in the visual spectacle of it and obviously the david attenborough-ness of it as well but, but i it, think the i think hoppy pola it's a brilliant track as it's well a, it's, it's a it's a brilliant piece of music and you're, and you're right it's just it's just used in in so many different you know movies and score i mean it's just it's just synonymous to some things where you want to try and create that sense of overwhelming joy or overwhelming you know happiness yeah. of something's come and, and, and again you get it in i i i think trailers it's used i mean it was used in the believe it or not using a lot of british gas trailers and stuff it's using a lot of like carbon energy style trailers you, you get that kind of feeling don't you just shoving hoppy pola um, yeah yeah but, no, but, really. but that's that's one that i've seen but yeah i mean it of. features in children of men slumdog millionaire we bought a zoo it was in mitchell's versus the machines it was yeah, it was. Well, I I remember it in Slumdog Millionaire. I mean, that's the one that was very sort of like famous for having that one as well. Oh, definitely, yeah. Um, but, but again, yeah. for very kind of I think planet earthy kind of vibes. But yeah, yeah, there you, yeah. Go. There you go. Yeah, different. Um, I am going to go to a different style of music, Alex. Okay, are you ready Excellent. for? Are you are you ready for that? I'm more than ready, mate. Okay, so I wanted to talk a little bit about um. You, you're you're kind of you're 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 like your 80s style music oh my okay? 80s style music now obviously there's a lot of 80s style music and we're, and we're going to kind of go backwards and forwards but the one song that i want to talk about that i just think constantly is featured and it's always featured in the background of a film if you want to say this is an 80s style film that's got love it's got romance you cannot f- have this film without having the song true by spandau Ballet. Oh, it is just, you know what I mean, though? It's one of these songs that is never in the yeah. foreground of a scene. It's always just playing in the background of a, of a, of a, of a film, isn't yeah. it? And it, all, and it also fall, uh, falls under the category of songs where I, re, I, I read True by Spando Bally and I'm like, what the fuck is that song? What, what is that song? And then you yeah. play it and you're like, oh, yeah, it's that. <laughs> it is. It, but, it, but it's just it's just it kind of just exists, doesn't it? It's one of these songs mm-hmm. that's in, in the zeitgeist. And I. 
I don't know what it's trying to say um, as a song, but I know how it's used in movies and TVs. And it's used as that kind of just setting the kind of love sequence going on in the background. So, you know, giving you some oh, examples, yeah. like famously The Wedding Singer, you know, it was used it was used so effectively in that and they're obviously singing it. But, yep. you know, the, the other the other kind of um, the other kind of like really funny ones, things like Hot Tub Time Machine, right? Like it gets oh, yeah. played in the back of that one, which is, by God, that's a funny movie. That's a and funny movie. One, and by the and way, it has your favorite, way, favorite line in it, doesn't oh, it? The absolute best. And I will have words with anyone that disagrees with me. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I know what you're going to say. And every time I watch this little bit in this movie, I think of you. I, I crack up. Every, I, I think I die laughing every time I see it. It's the best <laughs> fourth wall break ever <laughs> in cinema. Absolutely. It because is delivered it, so well. Though, it's as well, so good because it? it's, it's Craig Robinson. It, yeah. It's Craig Robinson. And he literally and he's got a really good deadpan. Like he if, does, you, if he you've does. watched him. If you've watched him in, well, literally anything he's in, yeah, but yeah, I'm yeah, thinking yeah. of uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine yep. uh, and This is the End and um, oh, 40-Year-Old Virgin's really good yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and he just goes, it's almost like it's a hot tub time machine, looks in the camera, looks away, completely deadpan. But it's, I, but I it's, died. But First it's time I saw so, that, I it's died. It's so subtle how he does it as well. He I doesn't know. really, he just like, he just looks at you like, you fucking serious, man? Like, yeah, this it. is it? Do you know what I mean? I just think yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. I just think it's wonderful. It's fucking genius. But I mean, you know, talking the office, yeah, talking of Craig Robinson, he, it's used in the office. You know, it's used in other things like, uh, you know, Charlie's Angels, I Love You, Beth Cooper, Modern Family, uh, The yeah. Simpsons, Larry the Cable Guy, Health and Sp- You know, it's it's just oh, that's it's everything. Just, it's just in so many movies. Um, and and I just think that you know, there's a, there's a countless eighties sort of songs, and I've got a few other little eighties sort of sprinkled in here, but that's one that just like. Yeah, I just I I just hear it. It gives you that kind of like school disco dance vibe. You know, everyone's yeah. just, you know, holding each other's partners, you know, just on the shoulders and just slowly moving. Ah, 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 ah. One of my yeah. favorite inclusions of True actually was in series four of Skins, where JJ uh, tries to woo a girl um, that he works with at the kind of Costco wholesaler oh, and they play oh, it on the ukulele. Do you remember that? And he gets he plays the ukulele orchestra and he plays oh, it for wow. her outside the window. Jeez. So, uh, so yeah. Cute, cute, cute. Over to you, dude. Give me something else. I'm going older. I'm going 70s. Like it. And I'm going Bee Gees. Oh, yes. You've got to do it. Now, which, now, which one specifically? Are you going to do a song or just the Bee Gees in general? Because again, okay. like Credence Clearwater, you could almost call Bee Gees in general, right? Okay, so... You can call Bee Gees in general, and for all those reasons of the uh, Clarence Clearwater, perfect, right? It's got to be Staying Alive. Staying Alive, of course. Because the original is obviously John Travolta, uh, John Travolta absolutely destroying yeah, in yeah. Saturday Night Fever. And that's an iconic scene, and it'll never be beaten. However, yep. it was then spoofed in Airplane, which yes. is even better. It is. Do you know, I that was the one that I constantly was watching, you know, for so for oh, so God. much of the time. Like such a just, scene. It's just brilliant. It's just brilliant. And then in countless hours, I don't even need to list like the rest of what it's in, mainly because I don't have it in front of me and I can't think of anything. Mm. But you know that I'm right though, because yeah. Well, I can give you some. I mean, obviously, oh, it, it, it's it's you know, as you said, Saturday Night Fever. 
Um, again, it was using the Simpsons. Um, the, sort of Madagascar used it as well. Like oh yeah, it, it was. Yeah, that Madagascar. was great. Um, we had it in you know Glee. It was in Sherlock. Um, Baby Geniuses. Honey, I blew up the kids. Obviously, you had Airplane, Chicken Little, uh, and the Naked Gun. Um, also all had it. I mean, like there's loads of films that that have, that have had staying alive, and all of yeah. them used for one reason, and that's to strut. It is the yeah. it is the sh- it is the strutting song. Yeah. Um, but that's it. Yeah. No, that's a great inclusion, mate. I hadn't thought about that one. Yeah. There is some great, and and I, and 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 if we can recommend one thing, make sure you listen to the the. Um, it's not called the. It's not the Bee Gees. It's the DGs, isn't oh, it? Oh, the DGs. The, the, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, with Dave Grohl's covers of some of the Bee Gees classics. Br- brilliant album. Like, yeah. Really good. Insane. Um, Alex, I'm gonna I'm gonna turn from a musical artist and from a kind Ooh. of, and I'm gonna talk drugs. When I talk to you about drugs, brilliant. <laughs> okay, I want to talk. I want to talk some hardcore drugs. What kind Jesus. of music? What kind of music are you thinking of? What kind of what kind of music vibe are you kind of getting? To be honest, mm-hmm. it's probably not the answer you're looking for. Okay, go for it. Uh, Mighty Bush. Oh, okay. What is in like the 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 kind of uh the kind of um mystical mystical sort of uh Indian inspired meditationy psychedelic sound 60s well, psychedelic so, 60 psychedelic let, let me tr- let me see if i can get you to re like go for your second barrel your double barrel shot right okay thinking like miami vice like cool like you got the money we got this we got to put the sunglasses on a slow motion walk and an narration oh, in the background i mean for me oh wait hang on hang on you might have oh okay Kenny Loggins? No, it wasn't Kenny Loggins, but I Ken- I did have Kenny Loggins at one oh, point. Oh right, okay. I did have Kenny. I went, I went, I went Rolling Stones. I went Give Me Shelter. Oh right, fine. You know the the. Oh, oh, I wish it was Kenny Loggins. <laughs> I mean that you you cannot have a dirty crime movie where the the you know the the you think the villains won, but at the end. The hero pulls a fast one and he walks away slowly into the distance, having secured the money and he's got rid of the drugs and he's and he's got the police off his back. You know, I'm thinking things like Casino, you know, The Departed, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's, but it's also mm-hmm. used in everything else, you know, like, um, oh, what was it? Flight. It was used in Flight so effectively for the trailers for it. Again, you know, a movie about, yep. you know, narcotics and stuff. Layer Cake, um, Hawaii Five O. Um, Knight Rider, you know, it was in all of these kind of cool classic movies. You want things yeah, like yeah. Give Me Shelter. You know, I think as well, like, you know, Sympathy for the Devil as well gets used a fair bit as well in, in yeah. that kind of example. You know, Sympathy for the Devil being Paradise used again City. in flight. Yeah, Paradise City, I think, is, 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 is a really good one. But I think there's something a little bit more, um, I don't know, a little bit more kind of um, s- slower and a little bit more kind of basic and original from a stone song. You know, Paradise City is a little bit glam almost dare yeah, i say a little bit yeah, more yeah. you know and, and i know i know you're trying to get to but i just think give me shelter you just have that iconic double guitar kind of intro you know where one of them's kind of just yeah. making its way down the kind of a couple of notes here and there and you've just got the lead guitar just do 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 oh just a wonderful wonderful piece of music and, and, and i 
And I, I can't, you can't not have a kind of Miami Vice drug deal gone bad kind of scene if you're not throwing in Gimme Shelter or, or, so, or something like that. Um, I, I love it. I love that song. And it's a great one to walk to as well. I don't know about you. It's just a great one to like walk to. I love, do you ever listen to like songs, some of these songs, just like, I like walking to that kind of um, shit. I, well, to, to bring it back, uh, Staying Alive by the Bee Gees. Oh, don't give me that shit. Have you ever strutted to Staying Alive? Definitely. Just, oh Have you goodness. not tried that? You're no, the no, only no. person around you that can hear exactly what you're listening to and you're just like yeah just uh, yeah oh yeah (laughs) come on no try it honestly there's nothing like it there's no feeling like it okay in fact you're lying if you're saying you've not done it uh are you are you ready to go give us another one i've got i mean i've got one here if you if you like or you i do i do and um yeah it's kind of a bit of a wind down one bit of a wind down one louis armstrong oh what a wonderful world I see trees are green, red Absolutely. roses too. I mean, I mean, it's funny, right? Because if you do Louis Armstrong, I think it was is the other one feeling good. Or, no, that's um, I always get those two mixed up. What a wonderful world and feeling good, but they're both kind of like that vibe of things are going well. Um, yeah. But but specifically, um, what a wonderful world. I mean. You're right. I think it could be one of the most overused songs in movies, right? Yeah. Probably, yeah. I'm trying. I'm just trying to think. I mean, it's it. It's kind of gets used in. I'm trying to think what was the one that I saw recently in it that that, that was, oh that was, it was Madagascar again. Yeah. Like that sequence where I think it is is it not where Ben Stiller's Alex the Lion is like exiled and he he like every he sees everything as meat. Is that is that the sequence? There's like a really it? hilarious def- sequence. I think it's definitely a dream sequence. And yeah. I think that there's a few hallucinogenic dream sequences in that movie actually. But yeah, I think may I think one of them is Wonderful World. Do you think there'll be a Madagascar um four after the, the Oscars? Oh god I hope <laughs> so. <laughs> With Jada oh. Pickett Smith and Chris Rock. Do you think they'll oh. do um do you oh, think they'll yeah, do they were, they were in that one <laughs> Not me though. I mean, have you seen Madagascar three? Uh, I haven't. No, it is an absolute bona fide masterpiece. Uh, they are, they're, they're quite good, so aren't they? Those good. movies. I uh, know the second one's not good, but is the fir- but the first one is the first one is like a normal. I think animated movies at the time were uh, a good standard, mm. right? And basically everything was of that standard at the time, right? Mm, mm, the mm. second one felt really stale to me like just kind of going going through the motions ha <laughs> plug the pod oh, very good very uh, good but the third one absolute masterpiece because they basically did madagascar but directed by uh michael bay it oh okay mental the penguins the penguins build a warp drive love it love it and I they don't, and like it's not, and that. it's not even a, and it's not even a plot point. It's right at the beginning of the movie. Nice. Uh, th- th- this sells it brilliantly. It's right at the beginning of the movie. Mm. They they build a a plane out of scraps, mm. right? Mm. Because they're like they're like this kind of heisty crew, mm. right? Where they've got a a, a gang leader and, and whatnot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And they and and they take off in this plane, and and they're like, oh, we'll we've not got any room for you on here and you're too heavy because we're just penguins and monkeys on here. So, but don't worry. We're going to send people, we're going to send people to get you. And Alex, the line is like, Oh, thanks very much. Thanks very much. This is like the first 30 seconds of the movie. And then, it, and he, and I think like, I have just joking, this. just joking. We're never coming back. <laughs> Engage warp drive. And then, they, and then they just disappear in an Amazing. actual warp drive. And then nothing said about it. 
And I'm like, <laughs> that is so good. It's so good. Alex, I'm going to take us on a slight tangent, but use a segue of Madagascar. Because I think Madagascar is the film that has the most amount of songs Oh, yeah. In is, it. It, is it the linchpin, is it? It's the linchpin of all comedy songs. And I'm going to do a bonus theme inside here, which is of all of the famous... I know we said we weren't going to talk about scored pieces of music. But oh, can yes. You, but, but, but film scored pieces of music that appear in more than the film that they're actually in if that makes sense so i'll give you an example right okay in madagascar we get the chariots of fire theme dun, dun, oh, dun, yeah, yeah, dun, yeah. Dun, dun. but we also get that in old school we also yep. get that in, in in loads of we get happy oh, gilmore God, yeah, as an example that, that that is an overused theme that for sure, is yeah. overused in a match and my question back to you is what are some of the other most famous themes that are just overused in not just the movie that they're in oh that's a good question. I mean, I, I, I have another one to kick us off with, if you, if you want. So, the Jaws theme. Oh, I mean, the Jaws that Jaws theme, theme yeah. is just in everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know that that you know you like any time that you want to do a, and the the problem is, if you're using the Jaws theme in your movie you're just ripping off the tension sucker that was the original Jaws theme. Oh, definitely. So, but so then you're that's only how using it, it in comedy it, movies, aren't you? But then that's how effective it is. Have you ever have you ever talked to somebody that saw Jaws for the first time in the cinema? Uh, no, 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 no. I mean... I, I've met a few people who yeah. told me, but and they, everyone has said that it's the most terrifying experience they've ever had in their life. I mean, would we though, wouldn't it? Yeah, no, it would. But we and we do see that when we watch Jaws. But it's not like it's not like blood chillingly terrifying. Mm, mm, you're you're mm. you're just like you, you get why this is a great piece of cinema. Yeah, but it's almost sure. like it's almost like you're protected against it. It's almost like history has protected you against the actual impact of Jaws. Yeah. I think that would have been a fascinating one to experience at the time yeah exactly the, the first time you ever hear that thing I mean, here's, if you... here's another one yeah, here's another one though in your in your category though close encounters of the third kind oh yeah is that famous theme no but it's everywhere right it is everywhere it is everywhere yeah, yeah. anytime you want to convey some sort of communication maybe two characters are, are communicating for the first time you just whack that in there don't you Absolutely. You just, you just absolutely send it to the moon, straight straight in there. Well, no, I'm 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 I think that's a really fair category, Alex. I'm gonna go back to the stupid ones. I'm gonna go back. Oh, brilliant. To, I'm gonna Love go the back idiotic. to the probably the song that summarized comedy action movies in the '90s. You didn't have a comedy action movies in the '90s unless you had Carl Douglas. Everybody was kung fu fighting. I mean, you didn't have a fight sequence in a comedy action movie in the 90s if you didn't have that song. This is you? true. This is true. It, it, it Just every single one of them had it. And I... Yep. But I love that song. It is a great song. I don't it is know a great about song. you, but it, I just... And even though I don't think you could release that song nowadays, could you? No. It, no, no, no. I don't it, think is so. Is it problematic? Probably, is it, yeah. Is it? I mean, you know how... But it's like maybe kind of not that we know anything but, but about I was what's say, do problematic we, do we or know, not. Do we know? I mean, like obviously Beverly Hills um, is is one you use. You know, you get a lot of uh, Beverly Hills Ninja, obviously with with Chris Farley, which I think was the problematic use right. of that 
Do you know my favorite I mean? use my favorite use of that song was Which it was one? an ep- it was an episode of Scrubs. Oh there, yeah. There's a brilliant yes. episode of Scrubs where basically all of the surgical residents are basically ki- kissing the, he- the kissing the ass of the he- uh, chief of surgery because there's like only a couple of attending spots open and the chief of mm-hmm. surgery um leaves his briefcase and one of them takes it outside. And then the rest of them are all there, and they all fight over this briefcase, but oh, like in a but in a, but in a, yes, in a martial remember, arts yeah. thing, and like Turk <laughs> rips off his shirt, and Todd rips off his shirt, and it's just like glistening baby oil in the sun. Oh, and I love everybody it! Everybody was kung fu fighting. I and you, love and you've it. Got, I love it. And you've got people being slammed against the side of ambul- ambulances in slow motion. It's great. I think it's brilliant. It's great. But you know, you, you get it in things like oh, obviously Kung Fu Panda. I mean, I remember it very yeah. funny in Daddy Daycare. I like Daddy Daycare. I think mm-hmm. that is a funny movie. Yeah, I do think that's a funny movie. Um, you know, like horrible bosses. Um, it was it was using that. Uh, yeah, you know, it's 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 using a it's a fair fair amount of movies. Um, I have another one if I can be both so bold, and this Absolutely. one I struggle to pin down as to why it's in so many movies, but. It, I think it's. I think this mo- this song is the perfect example of a song that has been overused in movies because you don't really hear it anymore, even though it's a good song. And that's Hallelujah. Oh, Leonard Cohen. Yeah, but there's also a few other versions of it that gets played. But Le- well, do you know what I mean? I think for our gen, Everyone. for our generation, for our generation, Leonard Cohen is not the original. No, is it Jeff Buckley? Jeff Buckley, or yeah. rather, it's not Jeff Buckley. It's or Alexander else. Burke. No, no, no. It's 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 Jeff. It, it's it's the Jeff Buckley version, but done by somebody else. Done by whoever the guy who did it in Shrek was. Is that not Jeff Buckley? No, I don't think it was Jeff Buckley, but it was somebody basically doing the Jeff Buckley version. Yeah, I could be good... wrong. I could be wrong about that, but I don't think it actually was Jeff Buckley. Hallelujah. In Shrek, I wonder who that was. I thought it was Rufus Wainwright. Of course, it was. It was right. Rufus Wainwright that did that. Because I remember having that album on my old MP3 player. Because I used yeah. to listen to it and look no, out the exactly. window and pretend so, I was in the music video. But <laughs> but it was very much derivative of the Jeff Buckley version, though. Because yes, I think yes, that the yes. Jeff Buckley version came out before Shrek and basically brought the song back into vogue, as it were. Yeah. And then Rufus Wainwright did that cover. So we're considering, but so so I mean that's four people. That's Leonard Cohen, Jeff Buckley, Rufus Wainwright, Alexandra Burke, famously yeah, from the X Factor. From the X Factor. I mean, it is a song, and I remember when we were in high school, everyone, everyone, you know. Oh God, you heard it three. You heard it five times a year at various talent shows and things like an, that. Oh yeah, the talent shows. It was just so overused, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, it is the most overused piece of music, not just in film and TV, but just in general, right? Right. It's just. It's yeah, just, I say it's, so. It's just ever present in everything that happens, you know. Like to name obviously things like the West Wing and ER, um, Criminal Minds. Apparently, it was it was in that a fair few times. And this is this. Is, I don't know which one. I think that was the Leonard Cohen one. Leonard Cohen definitely one was in House. There's a really famous um, bit when it was Leonard Cohen one was used in House, which I didn't like. I tried to like House. Did you ever watch House? I watched I watched a few episodes, but I never I never got into it as it were. Yeah, um, and then obviously. The very famous conclusion in Shrek, as you said before. Yeah. Yes. Any others? Do you know what? 
What? I, th- I'm f- I think I'm full up on it. I've got one or two more. You got one or two more. One or two more. Are they I good mean, ones? The one that I, the one that I think is, if if you were gonna go on a road trip, Alex, if right. you were just gonna go away on a road trip with your mates and your and your buddies, all right, yeah. if you were gonna hit the open road, okay, on your on your bike, on your dirt bike, yeah, what's what's what or on your on your Harley, on your hog, right? What's the song that you play? What's the song that? What's the song that demonstrates that you are? traveling that you're moving on the road fellowship goes south the fellowship goes yeah <laughs> tell me i'm wrong no yeah that's 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 exactly what i play when i go away on my wild hog adventure <laughs> oh mate you joke have you ever put anything from the lord of the Ring or anything epic from the lord of the rings on while driving through glencoe have you ever put anything there... from the lord of the rings an epic piece of music on as you've driven through new zealand you're, you're a dick. <laughs> plus two on a plus two. Why the fucking to- sto- story topping knob end is what you are. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You're right. No, no. Like epic scenery, right? I mean, like it could be one and the same, to yeah, be honest. Yeah, yeah, Half yeah. the place. In fact, actually, ironically, I drove through the town of Glencoe listening to that at one point, Glencoe, New Zealand. Oh, right. Um, okay. Right. So, in fact, I think it's called Glenorchy. But, but just save, you know, just. Like, yeah, you're right, you're right. It's just yeah. it's amazing, and it's so epic. No, the piece of music I have, Alex, is, um, I mean, well, there's two. There's On the Road Again. I mean, On the Road Again, you yeah. can't have a, a, you know, like that kind of midnight, and then the, it kind of has that, like, was a midnight cowboy? Everybody's talking, everybody's talking at me, and I don't hear a word you're saying. You know, like, oh, you there's one there... in so many movies. Yeah, oh, also, there, uh, before I forget it, there's one song that's come into my head, Oh, and I can't remember who it is, but it's the one that's uh, oh, send me on my way by um, Rusted Root. Right? Was that? Was there not a, a time where that there, was everywhere? There was. Where that was, was in a, in everything. Well, of course, you rem- hey, well, well, remember. So Ice Age had that song in it when they were going yeah. sending them on their ways. They were doing a, a sort of a traveling montage. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, and and then you're right. Like from that, and, it was and just maybe everyone Brother liked Bear. Maybe it, no. So Brother Bear was Phil Collins, and he oh, did right. tell everybody, "I'm on my way." Oh, if you remember that, so I mean, uh, very close. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, there. So um, don't say we are not. I'm not a, an encyclopedia for absolutely traveling. That was, ve- dr- that was very traveling quick. Music. That was very. That was very quick. No, no editing involved. <laughs> yeah, no, thanks, mate. <laughs> no, that was fake. Oh, how the turn table. Fuck you, man. <laughs> um, no, the one that I was going to tell you about, of course, is Steppenwolf's "Born to Be Wild." Of course, you you just you you can't have a motorbike sequence or a traveling sequence without "Born to Be Wild." You know, think of things like Wild Hogs. All right, um, yeah. you know, sort of, sort of last week, Six Feet Under did this one, and um, One Crazy Summer. Um, I remember it. So you even had it in Borat. You know, when Bor when they were traveling with the oh, ice yeah. cream van and the bear was roaring outside the window. Um, oh yeah. But but I just I love it yeah and the other one would have been something another famous motorbike song would be like Bad to the Bone right when you're, when oh, you're showing yeah, someone's yeah, yeah, Bad yeah. to the Bone you know like classically the Terminator is an example yeah. um but you know that that that's it there any other little honourable ones that that sort of come to mind any other little things for you one of the ones that I thought when the Matrix trailer came out was we've heard a lot of Jefferson's Airplanes White Rabbit haven't we. One yeah. pill makes you larger, and one pill makes you small. I, I that one's the yeah. one. Always gets you. 
Um, I don't, I don't, I, you can't bring up Jefferson Airplane without me thinking we built this city on rock and roll. That wasn't Jefferson's airplane. No, that Starship. That was Starship. Starship Starship Jefferson. Starship Jefferson, yeah. Different for, wait, what? Wait, have we just stumbled across (laughs) something? (laughs) What is, hang on. No, Jefferson Starship. Jefferson. Surely not the same Jefferson. Jefferson's Starship. There, I, 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 we've got to find this. So Jefferson Starship, it's Alex. It's not the, the same. They're not the same. They're not the same, or are they the same? Oh my god! I mean, that Jefferson's airplane was if they are. Bob Harvey, members David Fingberg, Donnie Waldman, are they the same? What's the difference between Jefferson's airplane and Jefferson Starship? So after nine seventy two, Jefferson's airplane effectively split into two groups called. Kakoen and Cassidy moved on full-time to their own band, Hot Tuna, whereas Slick, Cantor, and the remaining members of Jefferson Airplane recruited new members and regrouped as Jefferson Starfish. Fuck off. There you go. They went from the airplane to the Starfish, Alex. Starfish? Starship. Starship. (laughs) sure they were doing some fucking Starfishes, I'll tell you that for free. Wow, there it is. Brilliant. There's that fact. Do you know another fun fact that blew my mind the other day? Go on. Have you seen um, uh, Peacemaker yet? No, not yet. Oh. Can I give you the fact? No. Oh, for fuck's sake. Why can't I? Well, I'm going to have to give them another song de- then de- to listen. De- delayed gratification, that's why. I'm, de- <laughs> um, I'm going to have to give them another bloody song then if, if I can't give them that one. Uh, What about Lowrider? That gets used in a lot of movies. That's a strutting song. That's a strutting song. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I mean, I remember. Do you remember my favorite inclusion of War? War's Lowrider was in Misfits. Remember the final F? Did you ever watch Misfits? Yeah, I loved Misfits. Oh, that that the the um, what was it called? The character Nathan. The Irish yeah. character. Yeah, yeah. He was so fucking funny. He was. I Absolutely. remember that. And he was listening because there was one of the one of the, the villains. She was she was she was she had the ability to convert people to being their most true and honest members of themselves. And because, you know, and how she spoke to you, you know, she says you, you don't need to be doing this, you don't need to be doing that. And he worked out that if he just plugged his ears with music, he couldn't hear her. And would, would go around and would try and kill her. And so you had this, it's a brilliant opportunity to just give the main character an ability to listen to music as he's doing badass things. And what yeah. do you do? You put on, you put on Lowrider. But yeah, yeah. it's a great, it's a great, a great solution for that. You know, Knight's Tales also, Beverly Hills, um, Chihuahua had it there. The Odd Life of Timothy brilliant. Green, the internship. I, I remember that one. Um, yeah. And Beverly Hills Ninja again. Jeez, bringing it full it's, circle. It's, it's all back in. Love it. Fucking hell, Beverly Hills. They, they did a lot of shit movies, didn't they? The Beverly Hills averse. Yeah. I think they're still doing it. Fucking Beverly Hills, Hollywood people. Well, that was well, that was the other one, wasn't it? It was Axel F as well from um, Beverly Hills Cop, wasn't it? Do, 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 do. And then we got into Crazy Frog. We got Crazy Frog. Wait, was that not Crazy... Well, yeah, because Crazy Frog was by... Well, because remember, the artist was called Axel F. Yeah. But Axel F was Eddie Murphy's character in Beverly Hills Cop. 
There you go. Didn't know that. Did you know that it won't make sense? It wasn't just a crazy frog with an ear with a with a with a ringtone. Are we done here? I think we're done. We've done a fair few, haven't yeah, we? Yeah, we, we've spun it off a fair, we, a fair. We've spun a fair few, but that was good. I like that. That was a really yeah. good, um, a, a really good topic. A really good topic. I like well, that. we'll we'll try and do one of those again soon, eh? We will. We will. We'll try. We'll try and find one that gives an excuse to find some really funny YouTube comments, a la Limp Biscuit. Oh man, that was a, that was a good time. That was a good time. Yeah. forward yeah let's move it um we've got a few things to talk about moving forward but i guess first up top that moon moon connect what about moon connect what about that oh this series is incredible do you know what i liked about this one wow was when conchu said you're going to be my fist of vengeance you're going to be my and he looked at the camera and he went moon knight Oh, I thought you were gonna say hot. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say hot tub time machine. Hot tub time machine. No, but we but we hear him understand why he's called Moon Knight in this. You know, yeah. he, he's created the character. I I loved it. I loved the fight sequences as well. I I really I love the, the the interplay. Isn't it crazy that he plays both characters? Yeah. I mean, Oscar Isaac. He's so good. He carries the weight of two two characters on his shoulders, and just they. they the way they do it, it's not entirely seamless. Like I, I was kind of watching for when it wasn't when it was Oscar Isaac's brother, and you, there was a couple. Well, of Well, see, frames. after you told me, no, see, after you told me that that was a thing, I then saw it. But I, I reckon I wouldn't know hmm. if I didn't or if I didn't already know He's, that. He, yeah, he, he, I, uh, yeah, no, I mean, no, no. I, I think so. No, because even there was a couple of scenes in the in the asylum where I was like. I, I wasn't suggesting it was his brother, but it was someone who looked a lot like. Do you know what I mean? Like, it, you know, fair play to them, right? Like, it's it's pretty seamless. So, what do you what do you think about this so far? Because I I was thinking that we were. It, I thought we spent a fair amount of time in the asylum, and it's it's kind of getting really really weird and convoluted, it's and it's so going weird. It's going in a way in which I have no idea where we're going to go to. I know, genuinely, genuinely, in the last shot of the episode. Mm. do you want to explain Wait. what happened at the end as well because it was just like okay they're on a they're on a nile barge type yes. thing yeah on yeah. the way on the way to Over, the on sands. the way to the egyptian afterlife mm, mm. Uh, traveling the sands of the duat yes i remember the name very good and stephen stephen falls overboard tragic Tragic, well, tragically. He does, but he does it trying to save he does. Mark. It, it, it's, a, it's, a great, it's a great heroic sequence. I won't spoil all of it. But like, he's but do you clearly... Think that, do you think that's him dead, though, then? I mean, do you think that's that character gone? Because he did create the character, Stephen, we find out. Yeah, yeah, we do. We, yeah, we do find that out. I don't know. Maybe. It would be a real shame. I, personally, I don't think so, just because I think it'd be fun to see more um, White Suit Moon Knight yeah because yeah, i think yeah. he's really mr. funny knight. and actually mr knight and i don't think we've seen an, an enough of that like no. if you think about it we've actually well, we only had, had one scene i think we've not really had a huge amount of moon yeah, knight yeah. suited and booted and um 
and and all that. So no, I don't think so. But I think we're supposed to be thinking that now. But he's just fallen. He's just fallen overboard. Uh, he's Mark, turned full Marvel zombies. Yeah, yeah. Mark um, has been accepted into the afterlife when they weren't actually trying to, because there was a a large part of this episode was them trying to balance their souls the scales. skills yeah 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 their um, hearts. in in order to go through the gates of osiris back to the land of the living this sounds fucking mental it is mental it? isn't it it, is it mental, sounds yeah. mental but it's so good and you're so caught up with it and and they're on track to achieve that until right at the end when his scales get balanced then he gets put into the field of reeds which is the afterlife so he's well and truly at this moment he's dead dead beyond dead and if you think about it he's been dead for Almost two full episodes now. Yeah. No, episode and a half. I just, I just, I just think and, we're gonna get a one and, and, and done and series that, here. And and in that and in that last scene, Ilham turned to me and she was like, "Where is this going?" And then I just laughed. I was like, "I have a fucking clue, but I love it." Do you know? But what? I, I love it, and I'm here for it. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but maybe it's just the Disney Plus TV series. But I found them. You know, excluding the the anthology of um, um, what's it bloody called? What what if? I felt that uh, one division told. I mean, even though it was a mad story, I can remember every single episode of that, and I remember it. I think it was it was pretty dramatic. You know, it was the first actual Marvel TV series, so I can remember yeah. that one pretty yeah. well. Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I was slightly losing it because the story was getting a little convoluted. It was good. But then as we went on, I mean, I'm going to have to rewatch Hawkeye and I'm going to have to rewatch I'm Loki and I'm going to have to rewatch Moon Knight. Hawkeye. To be honest, because um, I was having a similar conversation with Wilhelm after this episode, actually. And we were saying, oh, how good are all these Marvel TV series? And we started listing them. And Wilhelm didn't actually watch Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And I wouldn't oh, really encourage her to. That's kind of at the bottom yeah. of the pile for me. That yeah, way. yeah, yeah. And then and then I just clean forgot that Hawkeye, Hawkeye the series existed. Because <laughs> it, is, it, is, it, is, it is a bit of a puff piece, a to wee be bit. honest. But it is would... a little bit of a puff piece. Whereas, like, th- this Moon Knight hits hard especially in this episode where you get all the backstory backstory about his mother and his and his yeah. brother it's and, a great and, story and again, yeah and again those situations tragic isn't it I, and you never and really get those that si- though do you that yeah and of... it's it's those situations and it's those experiences that caused him to get this to create these characters in this split personality disorder and you're like oh my god this is tragic yeah but also yeah. but also like you get it yeah and it's and it's depicted so well like the moment where whoever they got the whoever they got the child actor to play young oscar isaac basically, amazing job amazing he was so good and you saw and him his in, wee accents as well he did yeah the and you saw, you saw him in real time switch between characters and it just yeah. broke your heart yeah it really did and so this series absolutely hits hard loki mm. loki really hits hard as well loki's the one that i want i'm gonna rewatch again yeah i want to rewatch that and wandavision i would i would watch yeah, again as too. well because yeah. i thought that was really well done as well i think those three are astonishing plus yeah. the all-time greatest which is the doctor strange what if episode because that shit's incredible. that was I, I have rewatched the zombies episode a few times. I'm a big fan. Sucks. <laughs> um, I think it's awesome. But but, but um, look, I, I 
I must admit, I, I'm kind of struggling. I think the moon. I'm gonna have to rewatch Moon Knight once Series Six is done. Uh, or I, what I might do, uh, what I'm probably gonna do actually, is before the last episode comes, if I have the time, and I don't have the time, but if I've got the time, I might binge watch them one to five, and then Ooh. finish off. Is it? Is it the six is the last one, isn't it? There's only doing six. Yeah. Maybe I might do it. Is it? I might. I Ooh. might do that. Wow, that's that's intense. a that's that's a good idea. That's intense. That is a good idea. So I've been watching. Um, so, yeah. I think you should leave, and that was a we we riffed there. Excellent. Oh, no, I, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. Well, that, now, that's our midnight round, roundup. Well, I said that um, we weren't going to continue doing more Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness trailers, but of course, another trailer did drop. Alex, what did it? Oh God, I've not watched it. And I'm gonna I'm gonna spoil something for you in the trailer, Alex. We is, may there, or... is there a new type of lightsaber? There is a new oh, type of lightsaber you. in this How one. How dare you tell me that there's another new type of lightsaber? But this new type of lightsaber is circular. It's made of vibranium, and it's got a Union Jack on it. Oh. oh I'm going to have to watch this fucking trailer. <laughs> I think we're getting Captain Carter in this film. I mean, I'm oh, really? Also, do you? Yeah, and I do think you? we're also. What we're gave also, it away? We're also getting a little. What you mean? Have you seen the feckin' trailer yet? And um, we also do get a fair bit of 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 more dialogue from uh, from Patrick Stewart as well. So I I I just this sounds like it's going to what be you've just described right? to me sounds like the trailer that that was released too soon to the release of the movie that absolutely did not need to be released I having seen it, it has, is that yeah, is that yeah. that oh it fuck is. you marvel stop it, it. i think they've sp- but the thing is though i think i think this is like i think i think this is like this is the equivalent of the parent that won the divorce that got all the money that wants to do the epic christmas on their own this year that bought too many toys and is spoiling the kid by letting them open more than one before christmas day yeah that's what no, we're getting yeah, right apt. because apt, there yeah. is going to be so many fucking cameos in this movie you may as well start to drip feed them because actually it might devalidate some of the some of the countless cameos you're going to get do you know what I'm saying? So it's yeah. like, well, let's let's give each of them their day in court. Let's give them a week before <laughs> really... a week before the movie comes, a month before the movie comes. Let's drip feed another cameo. Oh. You still get the same effect, don't you? You don't diminish it... the other ones. Look, I said this last week. The closer we get to this thing, the less convinced I am that it's going to be good. Me too. Honestly. Although it could just turn up. It I know could it could absolutely no. just. And I'm and I, and I'm always a fan of saying it's not good. At, it's not shit until you've left the cinema. And until you've seen it, it's not anything. It's like Schrodinger's cat. But that's bollocks, though. There is some. Mo- Did we think Morbius would have any other outcome? Did we think that um, the bloody secrets of Dumbledore were going to have any other outcome? Like you I know no, in your look, heart no, I was hearts. no, I was I was pleasantly surprised by the secrets of Dumbledore, and I went oh, into were, great detail. I, yeah, I went into great and convincing detail as to <laughs> no, no, why. No, it wasn't, but, wasn't that convincing well no, it was convincing always... for me i justified my position i didn't try and change your mind but i justified my own opinion <laughs> but, but if i remember rightly your opinion was this is a good movie so long as the previous one didn't exist <laughs> which is such an interesting <laughs> but, thing could you right. imagine if i brought that to you you would have told me to go fuck myself if i said that to you <laughs> <laughs> what can we say we have our own lived-in experiences don't we um, but i've uh, got a bit of news okay go for it go for it did you know they're making a Barbie movie? I did know they're making a Barbie movie. Here's a follow-up, did you know? 
Okay. Did you, did you know that it stars Margot Robbie? I've got a follow-up, did you know? Oh, no, I'm, I've not done with my did you knows. Okay. Right. Did you know that this year is the 25th anniversary of Aqua's Barbie Girl, the, <laughs> that smash hit song? <laughs> the one that got away from our category this week. Absolutely. Well, I mean, come on, that's not in anything. I mean, it's well, an my... iconic, I, absolute iconic bop, but no. I mean, I mean did you know Robbie... that? Is, did yeah, you know I that? did, I did. Margot Robbie's an epic, epic Barbie. Did you know? No, I know, I've not finished. I've not finished. Oh, okay. not. I know. But as a follow-up you know? to as a follow-up to my, did you know that it was the 25th anniversary of Aqua's Barbie Girl song? Yeah. Did you know that that song is not going to be featured in this movie? <laughs> <laughs> Alex, you said that you don't, you can't judge the quality of a movie before you've left the cinema but i'm already judging the quality if you're releasing a barbie movie and it doesn't have that song in it yes you can go to hell and because it's already way, a terrible and i do actually think it's probably a mistake that they've and an, an, an absolute stroke of dumb luck that they've announced this movie in the year of the 25th anniversary oh, you of do that think song so, yeah. and then and not have that song in the movie that's funny, <laughs> I I think mean, that's the, funny. The, my other did you know was obviously margot robbie is playing playing barbie who to oh. play Barbie's love interest Ken better than Ryan Gosling? Oh, fantastic! Brilliant casting, eh? Fantastic. Good, good, good bit of casting. There. Are we paying to see that movie? I mean, I hope. I, I I've heard it's going to be like um, Joker, bit bit Barbie. Barbie. I was gonna. I did not see that coming. But it's all. Know. But it's all about her trying to. Do you know what though? Like, I think if you did it properly. If it was about kind of you know the 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 unfair expectations that there are on women, you know, because obviously the whole thing with the Barbie, you know, Barbie responsible uh, is is some people believe is responsible for creating that whole kind of um you know movement towards women have to have tiny tiny skinny skinny before you know it chest that you know the, the proportions that and the legs that are you know basically from you know just just below your rib cage all the way down to the, you know that kind oh, of yeah, like yeah. unrealistic well, assumption. You know, is she gonna is she gonna be shaped like there, that? Is well, she no, going to be shaped like that? Well, that's what I was saying. Maybe, maybe there's a drama piece there. Maybe there's a kind of a deep narrative, eh? Oh. About how you know you, the the body the body that you choose and the, the body you're you're born with. You know, it doesn't have to. Well, you do know, you know what, Cal? We'll if, never know. You, you can have surgery and it can make you feel better, but actually, are you better on the inside? there we go but we will never we will never know because we'll because i'll never see it come the crown we'll never know because i'll never see it because it doesn't have aqua's barbie girl in it no but it does have sending the clowns and margot robbie just chibs a load of blokes i think they already made that movie no, Barbie, mate. It's Barbie. All right. Well, speak, speaking of joke, I mean, speaking of Joker, the only other thing that I, I wanted to bring was there are making the Batman 2, right? Hands up who's surprised. Nobody is. My Nobody, question to yeah. you, Alex, is though. Yeah. Who's your villains? Who are we getting? Well, I mean, Barry Keegan's Joker, of course, because he was teased in the last one. But I have read that he's not going to be the next one. I have read that, that that that's not what we're doing. I mean, why put him as a stinger in a movie if you're well, not going to put him know. in the next one? I don't know. I don't understand why. I mean, every time I've read it, and what's his name who did it? What's bloody... Who's the director? Why is it... Matt, Matt Reeves. Around? Matt Reeves. I knew, I knew it was something like that. Matt Reeves has basically gone on to say that uh, I'm not that keen on going straight to joker i'd like them the audience to know that the joker is in this universe but not go straight to him which I, i'm like 
I see what you're saying there because I guess as an audience member, you're going to be waiting to see the Joker. But on the flip side, you now know he's there. So when's he going to show up? You know, in the same point. They need to learn their lessons here. Okay, so they made a good movie. The Batman is a good movie. It's fantastic. Amazing. Loved it. Right. What was a really big pitfall of the previous DC Cinematic Universe, right? The setting up the next one, obviously, in the the, the first one. Well, the setting up of the next one, but also setting setting up an entire massive franchise in like one movie and teasing yeah. things that they're not going to pay off it until like five movies time. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. they discovered that nobody wanted to see any of that shit. And no. so it all got, do you remember when they did, they, they did a, a, a post credit sequence with a bald Lex Luthor on a yacht and Deathstroke came and he said, I'm going to kill Batman for you. No, you're not. That, that was a thing. <laughs> that was a thing. It, when, I, I and, we'll, and we'll never see it. And I we'll watched... never see it. I, I watched um I watched a funny thing. I mean, I mean, you know, even though Zack Snyder's Justice League was uh, substantially better, yeah, I yeah. do still think that post-credit scene is the most tragic, even more so than than the Morbius ones, because it was a it was a meme about a post-credit sequence of everyone, and it was like this 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 is this post-credit scene will you know it will go down history as as the most unfulfilled post-credit sequence in the world because it has some of the most problematic humans in it or humans in hollywood in it some people who will categorically never work with dc again yeah. and joel schumacher as well brilliant so and I, it is joel schumacher who's it who plays the deathstroke in it in the yacht who's the guy who does no. that no it's not joel no, schumacher's who... the guy that um directed uh batman and robin who's the guy who plays deathstroke then at the remember. end of um joe manganello is it joe yeah, manganello yeah, 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 joe yeah, manganello yeah. joe manganello i'm getting them a bit mixed up but yeah joe manganello it's got him at the end of it but it was just funny because you had like ben um bloody bloody um ben why am i doing this to myself i was gonna say ben stiller what's his buddy called ben bloody affleck. batman bath ben affleck ben Batfleck. and then you had and yeah. ben batfleck and, and, the, and the chap who played cyborg never will work with dc again yeah, yeah. and then the other side of you had um bloody bloody amber heard and oh Oh God, yeah. Let's let, let's not get into that because because this was supposed to be a short podcast. But, but for me... the point I was going to make though okay, is: go for it. imagine if this doesn't work out. Imagine if this whole bat, the, this um, Robert Pattinson Batman verse, right, falls flat on its face, and this, and you've got this one great movie, right, falls that has... bat on its face. Yeah, it, it does. It, it falls bat on its face, and it's got, <laughs> and it's got, and it's got a. One and it's got a stinger in the movie teasing up a Joker that the audience never sees because they were yeah. just like, no, no, because we've got a big plan and you don't, you're not gonna believe. It's gonna ruin the one great yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah. Don't do it. Just bring yeah. him in. We're we're ready. Yeah. I'm fine. Yeah, we're gonna keep doing it because we don't know our lessons. We won't learn them. Um, villain wise, mate. Just to, before we go. We gotta see the Victor Freeze story. That tragic Victor Freeze story. You know, yeah. you could do and you know we He I is the core think, Batman villain that we've not seen yet. Well, we've seen our Arnold obviously doing a wonderful version of him. Absolutely. <laughs> well we could have the mad you know, oh you, you could have the Mad Hatter, you could have Professor Pig. I've seen a lot of people saying Professor Pig because that's a kind of you know, La- I think it's Laszlo I forget his surname, Laszlo Laszlo um Oh, what's the name of the? Oh, that's gonna haunt me. Forever. I don't know, but I'll, it's I'll really, it's this. really creepy in the Arkham games. That's all. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, you you could put in who else? Who else could you throw in there? I mean, Poison Ivy probably wouldn't make an appearance. Probably that's a bit weird. 
a bit crazy. I mean, Hugo Strange is another one. Hugo Strange. I think we, oh, yeah. we haven't had a Hugo Strange done really effectively from from the sort of the Batman films. I mean, obviously everyone also says the Scarecrow, but the Scarecrow was done pretty well with the Nolan films, right? I mean, yeah. you maybe want to maybe you could have another there? maybe you could have another stab at Ra's al Ghul, but like the more kind of immortal mystical side. Yeah, of it. yeah, yeah. The other the other one that's quite I, I, I see quite a lot as well is like Clayface. You know, doing that kind of um, but maybe not a full Clayface. Maybe some sort of man who can morph and change his face or maybe like a master of disguise the one that was teased famously was hush which was the the guy who went to school with with um he was a surgeon who i think worked for thomas wayne and he's a doctor who so for some reason hates bruce wayne and therefore right. tries to create for some, a face for some, for some I, I don't know that I can't, I can't remember bruce the bloody I can't remember the bloody reason, but he basically um, kills people and then takes parts of their face to pray, to, to, to give himself plastic surgery to look like um, Bruce Wayne, only to commit a load of crimes looking like Bruce Wayne. So he kind of defames the, the Bruce Wayne. That was his whole thing. That was Hush's thing. But then it was believed that maybe Hush was the killer who killed his parents and all this sort of stuff. I, can't, I think it was the New 52 that kind of really showed that kind of storyline there. I've got um, one final villain that I think would look fucking epic in this matt reeves batman firefly no um the arkham knight jason todd no no go for it man bat (gasps) man bat would be cool right man bat would be cool also it'd be fucking terrifying if you do it properly well i read somewhere what they would what they could do to really show just how unhinged this you know um robert patterson batman is is really double down on giving him a robin but like an actual child who is just not Jesus. ready to throw in this and the one that everyone's saying is number number five from the umbrella academy oh yeah fair he would do a brilliant robin wouldn't he yeah oh god he would actually oh actually yeah that's some genius fan casting there. that is a really good fan casting but so so give him as robin and then a victor freeze i, I would love that anyway that's what are they um what are they got to do now Ooh, now they've got to get themselves onto the apple podcast app find us on there give us a cheeky little five star rating if you please, please we'd love it if you would uh you can also review the show there if you don't want to review us you can tell us your favorite movie your favorite movie soundtrack your recommendation for the most overused songs mm. uh etc 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 or another fun category or another fun category yeah let us know what you'd like us to ramble on about next uh if you want to get and if you want to do that more directly in touch with us we've got an email address as well that is motionspod at gmail.com and thank you very much to ktc graphics design for a wonderful wonderful artwork i forgot to say i went to see hamilton by the way Oh, did you? I had no idea. Yeah, remember I said you. I had absolutely no idea you went to see Hamilton. It was really good. I'll tell you about it offline. Um, oh, fantastic! When we do that, it was really yeah, bloody. Yeah, you you won't because I'll hung up by then. I have loads of thoughts. <laughs> I have loads of thoughts. Yes, yeah, late. Um. Anyway, thank you very much for listening. And until we, then, we uh, we will. I always stumble over this because it doesn't make okay, sense then. what I say, is it? Thank you very much for listening. And until we will speak to you again next week. But until then, goodbye. All right, guys. Ta-ta.